All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. It's Fit Nation. So welcome to the show, Tony. How are you today? What's up? Pretty good. Not that hot today. It's a, actually a pretty good day today. I totally agree. <laughs> it's cool. California, it's been hot for the last few weeks, not a few months. What part of California are you in? I'm in San Diego. All right, San Diego. That's a nice area. Nice area. Yeah. And there one time uh, we did a my old job. We went there to do some work. We had a, a fellowship retreat there, right down there by the water. Yeah, I think it's called the Gaslight District. Oh yeah, definitely. That's the downtown area of San Diego. Pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful down there. Got to run along the water. Very. Very invigorating, I think, to just stay down there for a couple of days and then go back to the grind to work. Yes, sir, it is. So I want you to tell us a little bit about your backstory, Tony, uh, where you came from and how you got to where you are now. Okay, great. So uh, I'm originally from North Florida, a little small town called Carrieville, Florida, which is close to the outskirts of Panama City. I uh, grew up there my whole life. I ended up joining the military the Navy, shall I say, around 2001-2002 time frame. Uh, ended up coming straight to San Diego so approximately close to 13 years. Uh, did a fabulous job in it, you know. Uh, appreciate it. Had my ups and downs, but uh, I won't take it back. After that, I ended up getting out, becoming a small entrepreneur, trying to start businesses and stuff. You know, I was winging it. I was one of those ones where I feel like if I take the risk, I'm going to learn somewhere or another. So had a few small businesses try to wing on. Uh, didn't quite work out well, but it gave me a great learning experience. I ended up furthering my education. Uh, went to school for business. And that taught me a lot of things that I went through from the past as far as military, leadership, management, you name it. So it was kind of like putting checks in the box while I was going to school. I continued to further my education all the way up to get my second master's. I mean, my first master's in ADA, and then I did human resources. So I learned how to deal with business as well as learning how to deal with people at the same time frame. And okay. just been continuing to go from there. I've, I've just been trying to try to go to school to be an actor, you know, you know, the, <laughs> one of those things, just get in front of a crowd, you know, trying to learn how to Come some of your fears and stuff. Uh, and then I, I kept telling myself during the whole time that I was uh, going to school uh, that I wanted to write books. That I wanted to write books and make little small books as far as reaching certain crowds so I can inspire and motivate them to go through what I'm going through. So I feel like no matter what, I'm telling my story right now, my background, I still feel like I'm on the first chapter right now of my life. That's good, so, though. Yeah. I mean, you've already had basically three chapters. If you go to your pre-military life, your military life, and then now you're in your third chapter, really, of life. But like you said, you always feel like you're starting over every time you do something. So you're in chapter one and beginning and able to share. Absolutely. That, that keeps you motivated. That's what we all need. And I think it keeps us all grounded. If you always, if you always feel like you're, you're new, you're staying humble, and you're staying hungry at that point. And you're going to continue to hustle like you have. Like you've tried different entrepreneurial adventures. You 
you thought about being an actor like that that's probably the bug you got from being in california uh but I mean, you're not, far from, you're not far from the lights there so you can get that little bug there i know a lot of people out there a lot of navy guys actually they all they take that path towards hollywood and they either make it or they wind up doing other other ventures within the industry that's true that's so true every time you try something if it doesn't work it seems like at least it's something within the same level if not you right. never know where, where it takes you. As long as you're making that the right connections along the way. So how Absolutely. would you define how would you define success? I mean, you know, like I just said you just like your third chapter, but we we both agree it's really your first chapter since you're on the on the boots boots on the ground going again. How would you define success now? Let's see, that's a good question. Uh it's so many ways to answer, but I'ma just tell you just based off my heart how I always feel. I think success is just being humble and just no matter what, just try to, to, to do something that's going to become a challenge because everything we do on a daily basis, believe it or not, is a challenge. And when it comes to success, success is taking the risk, taking the risk to do things, whether uh, you feel like you're going to accomplish it or you, you take it on a learning basis. So, my way of success is just taking positive risks. I guess that's a small way to answer. Just taking strong, positive risks because you're going to learn from it and it's going to make you a smarter and better person the following day. Oh, definitely. That's a great way to look at that right there. If you're taking the positive risks, you're not uh, looking for the short gain. You're looking for the long gain, I believe, when you're going for positive risks. Absolutely. So you've done a lot in a short period of time of your life. Uh, You've made it through the early years of your life. You went to the military for 13 years. Thank you for serving in the Navy. You could have joined the Army, but uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but, <laughs> thank you. But thank you for going on the Blue Water Navy there. And, uh, and then you went to school. You got two big degrees. You got human resources and the MBA. Uh, what are you most proud of so far? I have to be honest with you. I'm, I'm proud to be a son to my mother and father, and uh, I'm proud to be a father myself because I feel we all need some type of motivation to keep us going. And uh, my parents, they, uh, they they definitely set the path for me to uh, make the right choices in life. They led by example. And then as far as being a parent, I just want to make my daughter proud. So believe it or not, my daughter's been my biggest motivation. You know, she keeps me motivated because I feel like Every decision I make or everything I do, it's going to somewhat help her to make better decisions. So I'm just returning a favor that my parents did to me. Definitely. And it's also a, as a domino effect. Everything you do affects her either positively or negatively. So we always have to look at what we're doing through the eyes of those who are looking up to us. Absolutely. Totally agree. And, of course, you're going to have to keep looking forward as – as little girls get bigger, you're going to have to have a bigger wallet as they get bigger. So just be careful and be, be prepared for that. <laughs> it's already started. <laughs> day by day. <laughs> yeah, it's mine. mine got married a couple of years ago, and uh, she still comes over every day and eats lunch. So it doesn't end. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations, by the way, for her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so let's talk about your book a little bit here, uh, the, the latest book coming out. What's the name of it, and uh, what's your target audience for it? Let's see. The name of the book is called It's Time to Ask, Why Not You? And it's all based on discovering your limit beliefs, harness, and power of the community, and living your life to your beyond boundaries. Uh, so 
the target audience is always more focused on people trying to define themselves, but people don't realize by defining themselves, they need to redefine themselves. So it's more focused on veterans who, uh, who actually been through the Navy, uh, military, shall I say, and then they're getting out and they're trying to figure out who they are. Because when people get out of the military, they have to, they feel like they have to start over. Some people say they retire, but you still may have to work or you still may try to figure out what you're going to do in your next journey. Also, as well as people uh, graduating out of high school, if not college. So it's more focused on people who are trying to figure out what's their next step in life. So the biggest thing is, I mean, it, it, it says, why not you? It's like we speak about it and we look at all the things that everyone else is doing as far as accomplish themselves, as far as celebrities, uh, as far as entrepreneurs, anyone that's successful. And and we always look at them and, and it, it seems so easy to stand there and be entertained by them. But when is your time going to come where you are able to cross those boundaries and become successful? So the book is more focused on people finding themselves and trying to find ways to make themselves successful. I guess that's a small way to put it. That's a great way to put it right there. And, and you're, you're spot on with the uh, military uh, veterans as they transition. I know when I transitioned out in 2015, I went from doing the, doing the army thing for 22 years straight to having nothing to do. You take off your boots that last time and you run into a wall and then you oh, got to wow. find that. Then you got to find that adult job at that point. I mean, you being in the military is like being in a big kid. You're playing in a big kid game for, for that many years. You're learning a lot of skills, but you're basically having fun doing it. You do some challenging things, but then you get out and you're like, all right, now what do I do with my hands? What do I do now? And you have to find your way. You have to find out what color your parachute is. What do you want to do when you grow up? Because now you're in a grown-up world. And I think this will help people out. Absolutely. I mean, you, you said it right. And, you know, it's a lot of people that get out of the military, you'd be surprised. It's scary. They don't they don't know what to do. And uh, I think as us as veterans, we have to support each other by, if not giving people advice, but leading by example. Because it's, it's a huge fear, even after retirement. Like you mentioned, 22 years, uh, you're still trying to figure out what are you going to do next. And most people, oh, you retired. It's, it's retirement is not what most people think. It's not just sitting at home and collecting a paycheck. It's like you still got to live your life physically and mentally. And uh, I think mentally is one of the biggest things that we have to push as far as supporting our veterans to overcome those fears and doubts and, and understand that it's okay to make mistakes because those mistakes is going to make you more successful because you're going to be stronger at the things you did. So all you're doing is repeating the fundamentals that you did in the military, but you're just doing it in a different atmosphere. Yeah, and the other aspect is you have to find the place where you're comfortable again. Because you, like you in the Navy, you, you probably got pretty comfortable during your 13, 14 years in. And then you had to come out and find another place where you were comfortable again. And that's hard for a lot of veterans to do, find their purpose in another place and learning where they fit into that puzzle as they move forward. Oh, absolutely. There are so many habits that I have. Like, I, a lot of people don't like me saying yes, sir, yes, ma'am to them. Uh, uh, some people, uh, you got to be careful with certain jokes that you make. You always got to be kind. Uh, you got you got to make sure that the person in front of you, you take heed to them as if the same respect that you want. So there's a lot of small things that you just got to get familiar with as far as being a civilian, like certain terminology that you say in the military. People don't understand what it is. Like <laughs> the people I communicate with on a daily basis, they don't understand 
what a head is or what a stunner is. So, <laughs> and you still have those habits. Uh, I know I'm talking too much, but one of the most funniest things that I do, and lately I've been telling a lot of people that I'm, I'm cool with, is uh, I don't know if you have this habit. When you go in a restaurant and you sit down, it's like you're always facing the door. You don't want to have your back turned away from that door. And that's one of the craziest habits that I have that I just can't overcome. I got to I gotta see the, the exit or the, the entrance. I have to be able to see. If I don't see it, I'm not going to be comfortable the whole time. I think you're you're not you're definitely not alone in the veteran sphere with that one. I think ninety eight percent of us do that. Uh, we go into any place, we're always looking for the way out as soon as we walk in. Uh, even in a movie theater, when I go to a movie theater, I'm I'm calculating how long it'll take me to get to that exit door if something happens to the front or the exit door to the rear. Who I have to push out of my way? How many rows I have to jump over? In a restaurant, I'm calculating what table is the worst table to run through. It's it's always something different, but yeah, you're you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page with that one. <laughs> I think uh, we, I think if veterans go and sit, uh, you put a hundred veterans in a room, everyone will just want to sit around the wall and look at each other. Kind of <laughs> no one want, no one wants to be that person in the middle. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> so you said your daughter is your, is your motivation now to do successful for her and to also do right by mom and dad. Is that what you would say drives you forward, or is there something else that gives you that drive now? Uh, you know, those are the top. And it's funny that you say that because uh, that is what keeps me going. you got to have multiple reasons for why you do things, because if, you're, if your motivation is based on one specific thing and then that doesn't motivate you no more, then you're going to lose hope. So my parents come first. My daughter is the strongest out of it. And then it's it's being a leader, it's like my whole life I've always been in charge of stuff, and it's, it's a blessing to me. Uh, my very first job, I was a supervisor in uh, high school at a fast food restaurant, and, uh, and, they, and I was in high school, and the manager, she believed in me, and, and that started it. So what it is is being in charge and, and knowing that people rely on you, and you don't want to let them down. So I've always wanted to uh, lead by example and motivate, inspire people. So that's one of the biggest things that keeps me going also is trying to help others be successful as well. And success doesn't always consist of finance or materialistic things. It's, it's all what you consider what success is. So my way is uh, even the smallest things that, that I can help make another person's day better. That's what keeps me motivated right there. It's just trying to help others. And I'm glad you said that there, that uh, finance does not equate success or happiness even. Uh, some people have a lot of money and they're just miserable people. And uh, getting that money, it doesn't uh, relegate to success in my eyes. Like you said, if I can make one person's day better or if I can do one more positive thing today, that's a success for me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you're, uh, you came out of the military about, what, uh, six years ago now, I guess, uh, five, six years ago? Yeah, it was roughly you... six years ago. Yeah, I came out about uh, six years ago as well, 2015. Uh, what would you recommend to those young veterans coming out now uh, as they make that career change, or even the, the young students as they jump from college into the world? They're, they're not no longer being a scholar. Now they have to go out there and apply it. What would you tell them to do as they move into a career? 
Uh, you always want to set yourself up with small goals, which is short-term goals and long-term goals. And what a lot of people do when they're coming out of college or coming out of military, they're focusing on the bigger picture, but they're trying to do the bigger picture right away. The bigger picture means you got to do small things to get to that. So the most important thing is to relax, breathe, and and try to figure out, try things. Like, for example, if you're trying to try career paths, it's okay to try some. If it doesn't work, you can find another career path or go to school for the things that you feel that might be interesting you, not just financially. And as far as a college student, uh, with me being military and college, <laughs> uh, just because you got a degree doesn't mean someone's going to hire you. They, the first thing they look for is experience. And then that's one of the biggest things that people complain about. Well, how am I going to get experience if you don't give me the opportunity? The biggest thing when it comes to opportunities and when it comes to getting out of the military is everybody wants to shoot from the stars right away. You got to take baby steps. And the reason why I'm saying that is because that's what I did. I got out and tried to become a business owner with no education or no experience. And I started making a ton of mistakes. And that's what led to a lot of financial concerns and stuff, which I got through all that. So the biggest thing is, is when you get to that next level, whether you're getting out of the military or where you graduate from college, take baby steps as far as certain things that you're interested in doing. If you're trying to be an entrepreneur, I'll just give a quick example. If you're trying to be a business owner, you need to determine what's, what is it like to be a manager or be or a leader in a certain department. You got to take small steps because if you can't handle those small steps, you ain't going to be able to handle the big steps. Also, as far as being a business owner, you got to know how to deal with people. You can't you can't let your frustrations come out amongst people because these are human beings and they, they have feelings. And that's a lot of things that affect people. So the most important thing is being able to communicate with people and take the steps from a smaller stage. And while you're doing that, already be setting yourself up for bigger stages. So don't get comfortable where yet. It's just like the military. You start as an E1, you go all the way up to an E6 or become an officer or whatever. Each one of those pay grades, each one of those years in college, whether you're a freshman, sophomore, or junior, you're learning as you go and then you become more confident. It's just like sports. I can talk for days. You just gotta take baby <laughs> steps. Just got to take baby steps, and then when you get confident and get comfortable, then you challenge yourself to do more. Don't jump out like you're just jumping out of a plane when you get out of the military. You got to take baby steps and find some fundamental things that you are comfortable with, and then you, you, you keep growing and going from there. Definitely. That, that, that sums it up very well. Uh, I think the, the baby step model really helps people, and like you said, those who take that think they're going to make that huge leap as soon as they take off their uniform or hang up their uh, their cap and gown. They're going to make that huge leap and wind up in the CEO's office. They they wind up with a, a real bad awakening the next morning when it, it doesn't happen. And it, it kind of leads to a, a more steep climb the next day to try to figure out, oh, what did I do now? What did I do wrong? Now I got to define my actual purpose in life. You know, I, I almost forgot something, and I really want to get this point across when it comes to military people, which was a culture shock to me. You got to, when you get out of the military, a person got to understand they got to start going by their first and last name. They can't focus on their rank. You're going to have to start back over. And that's one of those culture shocks when people get out, they still think they're a chief or master chief or a captain or a petty officer. And, and the person in front of you may be half your age, if not younger. And it doesn't matter. So you gotta you gotta pick your place and stay in your place when you get out. And then 
then work yourself back up because it is a culture shock when you get out. Your rank doesn't mean nothing when you get out. It's all about your first name, your last name, and how you carry yourself. So that's one of the biggest things I've noticed a lot of military, including myself, get out as far as a culture shock. You know, that's that's a great point right there. It's, it's a lot of people out there that come out, say, as a E9 or E89, and they wind up working for one of those kids that they actually put out of the military for some weird for some weird reason that was an E3, E4, but got out and became very successful. They have a corporation, and now this guy's working for them, and they have to say yes, sir, to that to that young man who that they, or woman that they actually put out of the military. And that, oh, that's, a, that's an eye-opener for that uh, crusty vet as they come out. Absolutely. I just feel if you humble yourself, it's going to work as well. If a person, if you humble yourself, you're going to be forced to humble yourself if it doesn't work. Or see that you're going to have to make it work or you're going to have to leave. But if you humble yourself and let that person know you rely on them and you can learn to help you, whether they're younger than you, older than you. So you just got to put your pride aside and let them know that you're on the team and you want the team to win and they're going to take care of you. And I know this easier said than done, but that normally works. If you go against the grain, it doesn't work. It didn't work for me in the military going against the grain. So that was one of the things I had to learn. Sometimes you got to as long as it's, it's positive and it's going to make things work as far as taking care of the mission, you just got to go with it and humble yourself. That's right. And if you ever listen to the end of every one of my shows, at the end of the show, we always tell the audience to be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. And I Absolutely. think if you live by the three H's right there, you'll have a much better time in life and purpose as you move forward. Definitely agree. So speaking of purpose, how would you say a person is able to find their purpose? What's the best way? Uh, that's a good question. Let's see. Uh, as far as finding a purpose, uh, you got to understand you're not here alone. And it's okay to have a mentor or someone that you look up to. Because if, if you look up to someone, then you got to realize one day, with you having a purpose yourself, you got to understand whatever you're doing, it's going to benefit someone down the road, whether or not. Uh, I guess let me see the easiest way as far as identifying a purpose. The most important thing is whatever you're doing, whether it's doing for a living, doing for passion or whatever. If it's some way benefiting even one individual or even getting someone's attention, that's already serving its purpose right now. And what that does, that gives you confidence. And if you can't find that, Believe it. Believe it or not, you need to find someone that can mentor or guide you because some people can see things in you that you don't even see in yourself. So that's the reason why I express mentor first. Find someone that you can talk to, vent to, because they're going to see all the good things in you. And that's going to determine they're going to help you determine your purpose. If not, you determine it yourself. Exactly. And everyone uh, needs to learn that having a mentor doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that you understand that it does take more than you to make things work. It takes a village to make a, a person successful or, or a child make it out of their community. It always takes more than the family unit. And you have to understand you can't do it alone. That's perfect what you said about mentors and mentorship along the way. You have to find them and they'll help you identify your purpose, even just by asking you simple questions. Do you like doing this? If you don't like doing something, you're not going to want to keep, uh, keep at it. You're going to be just drudging, going to work every day. And then all of a sudden, one day you'll find something that actually makes your eyes open in the morning and say, I'm going to run to work because this is awesome. And that's when you found your purpose. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely agree. So if you can give three tidbits of advice to a, a transitioning person, either from college, high school, or the military, into the world, what would they be? Uh, the most important thing, the first one that you got to understand before anything is that it's going to be okay. And it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to, to switch from doing something different. It's okay to get paid once a month or every two weeks instead of the first or 15th. Or as far as when you get out of college, it's okay that you're going to be on your own and you're not going to be with your friends that you was in school with. It's okay to learn and make mistakes because those mistakes, you got to turn the negative uh, decisions that you make into positive decisions. So just understand the first thing is it's going to be okay. Uh, the second thing is, like I said uh, earlier, you need to go ahead and start setting yourself up with goals. Like what I do, uh, I get a sheet of paper and I, I put little squares in it and I write down a ton of things that I'm interested in doing. I don't just put one thing. I put like 10 to 15 things, but I make sure they're realistic within the next few months, if not a year. You got to set yourself up with goals. And when you do that, you place it somewhere in your home or in your whereabouts where you're going to pass it every day. That way it reminds you. So set yourself up with goals and make sure it's out in the opening where you don't forget. And then the third thing, which is really important to me, is surround yourself around positive people. You have to be surrounded by positive people because we all have our negative moments where we vent and say disgruntled things. But that's just life. A lot of military people say a lot of disgruntled things. But I realize even getting out of the military and working here and working there or being around people, you're going to always, always find positive and negative things. And that is not easy. That's something that you just got to learn to get through. But if you are a negative person and you're around negative people, surround yourself around positive people. Because if you're around positive people, they're going to lift you up. And when I say positive people, don't find someone that's beneath you. Look, look, look at someone in a bigger position and see how they're doing it. And that's going to get you on the right path. So I guess another way for saying positive people is uh, focus on diversity, too. You don't got to find someone who can completely relate to you as far as the same career fields. Find someone that's positive, even if they're doing something different. That way you can learn from their traits. That's awesome. That's that, awesome. That part right there is uh, really good. Make a diverse portfolio of people around you. Because if you keep everyone within your tight-knit thing, like uh, with you, the MBA or HR, if you keep everyone thing right there, look, identifying success that way, you kind of, I guess, tunneling yourself into one area. But if you see someone making widgets over here that's really successful or the Bezos of the world doing awesome things, that's the person I want to see around. I want to be around that guy or that gal and say, I want to move forward and be positive. Cause if you're not, if you don't have the light, you got to find someone to make you be the light. And that's the best way to do things. Absolutely. All right, Tony, it's been great chatting with you. How does someone get in contact with you to maybe have you on their show or maybe have you just pump them up and get them going for their business? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I guess, there's a few ways you can get a hold of me. Uh, you can get a hold of me through LinkedIn.com, uh, Tony Howard, and then it'll be comma MBA. So that's one of the most uh, important places you can find me as far as like career advice. Other than that, I'm on social media. Uh, I'm on Facebook, which I'm still in the process of coming up with some new things, but this is for starters. It'll be Tony L. Howard. So anyone can reach out to me, message me if they have any questions or support. 
if you go under my Facebook, it also has my uh, business page, which is Redefine Works. Redefine Works is one of the, uh, the businesses that I'm, I'm putting together that's going to help people as far as transition and business development, as far as helping them with their resumes, uh, helping them uh, communicate as far as dealing with uh, interviews and stuff like that. And uh, other than that, I think that's it for now. But the most important thing is for them to check out my books on on Amazon right now. I have a total of four books out right now, which can motivate and inspire people. They're pretty short, cut to the chase. And uh, it's something that can actually inspire and motivate someone on a daily basis. Awesome. And I'll put that link for your Amazon uh, page on the show notes so they can easily click on it and go and find your books that way as well. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I hope it helps someone, helps change someone's life for the good. And uh, we just want to spread the word as far as motivating and inspiring each other. Awesome. Thanks again, Tony, for taking some of your time to be on the show. Thank you, Rich. It was a pleasure speaking with you. You guys have a wonderful day. That was great chatting with Tony. He brings a lot of knowledge and a business acumen that will help you elevate to the next level in your ventures. Check him out on his LinkedIn. And of course, buy his books on Amazon. Help the young veteran out. You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on this Fit Nation. It's Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that would bring that energy, has an awesome story, has a book coming out, is about to become a signed artist with the music industry, is a budding actor, have them visit our website, themisfitnation.com, and reach out to us so we can help them tell their story to the world. So as always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling, because we are Fit Nation.